This is Heavy Hawk Football, the original Redskins fans podcast. On today's show, we talk about Redskins news from the week, including the draft report. Who do we get? Who should we have got? Also, RG3 talking smack about the Cowboys and his jumping jacks on stage. This is much more live with Aaron and John. It's not working. Oh, there it is. <laughs> yo, 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 yo. <laughs> What's up, John? Yo, 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 yo. What's up? Aaron. Dude. Excellent. Where's Josh? Welcome to Harry Hog Football, episode number 325, in which we ask, why is Josh in some mountain lodge in the middle of nowhere? Outside of Clifton Forge, Virginia. The old train depot. There's probably a Civil War battlefield right next to it or something. Probably a bunch of them. Yeah, very, very much so. Man, Robert E. Lee stayed in this cabin. Robert E. what? Robert E. Lee. Robert E. Lee and Stonewall Jackson. <laughs> He's stonewalling me. He might be kind of close to a, the, 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 the place where Stonewall Jackson got shot. Was that Chancellorsville? If I remember my Virginia, the Commonwealth history. I don't know. I've never even heard of Chancellorville, and I lived in Virginia almost my entire life. <laughs> I believe I'm correct, but uh, I'm sure somebody can can let me know. Kenny Kim from Canada is probably a huge Civil War buff. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have one with England, did they? I don't think so. England eventually was just like, all right, um, do whatever. It's too cold over there. <laughs> yeah, and if England's saying that... <laughs> In any event, Josh is, is, is hiding away in some uh, mountain chalet somewhere outside Clifton Forge. So we're going to catch up with him next week on his, uh, his, his take on the draft picks. Of course, at number one, we picked RG3 again. And, uh, and the undrafteds and all the other information that's out there, which is almost none right now because it's all about who we drafted. Before we get into that, we'd like to give a shout-out to our benevolent sponsor, Desmond C. Lee. Desmond C. Lee 2 on Twitter, because Desmond C. Lee 1 was hacked. Sir. And um, I'd also like to give a shout-out to our dog, the fifth beetle, Will, in Maryland, for calling in and saying, I called. I'm offended. (laughs) (laughs) And what did he say to me? I'm trying to remember. I was like, well, I was like, you know, we're just messing with you. And I was like, we'll see you for the Dallas game. And he wrote back something like show enough or something like that. Excellent. Excellent. Maybe he'll actually like go in with us this time. That would be sweet. Save your pennies, Will. Save it up. Save it up, dude. We'll, uh, (laughs) the way things are going right now, we may have a large group going. Maybe we can get a large group rate. Maybe we can get a bus. Maybe and we can get a Winnebago. Maybe we get a Winnebago. <laughs> There's one for sale right down the road that would be the perfect Harry Hogmobile. If everyone out there listening chipped in 100 bucks, I could get this thing and paint it up like Redskins colors, and we could all go to the game in it. Aaron would drive it all the way from outside Louisville, KY. And then I would leave it there for one of you guys to store at your house, because it would probably <laughs> cost me more than the thing's worth to drive it all the way that far. Yep. Uh, I'd bring it back down to Harry Hog Studio East down here in Southeast, otherwise known as Tidewater, Virginia. Otherwise known as the South Side. South Side. Here in Hampton Roads. What's up, Hampton Roads? Yeah, you know, know, Chesapeake, Virginia, the the town or the city named after the waterway it doesn't touch one inch of. Sick. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Angry inch. Uh, dudes, well, we know RG3 was our first round pick this year. Again, I'm down with that. We saw him on draft day doing uh, jumping jacks. Jumping jacks and whatnot. I had to, like, I I was playing with the mute button on my remote control because I was just like, Larry Michael's on, shut up. 
All right, RG3 is talking. All right, Larry Mack was on. Shut up. Oh, uh, what did what did you blah 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 blah? And RG3 and I was at first I was like, dude, they couldn't put two microphones up on the stage. The dumb Redskins guys are so dumb they couldn't put two microphones up there. And then I was like, oh, RG3's just taking the microphone away from him because he doesn't want to be near him. That's what it is. So from what I hear, I didn't see this, of course. But from what I hear, um, RG3 ran up a small flight of stairs and then did jumping jacks. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you really... I guess, I don't know. I didn't see the jumping jacks, but I definitely saw him jumping up and down a lot in this, hey, look at me. I'm fit. I'm feeling good. I'll be ready for week one. I'm all in. <laughs> I also heard he was talking some smack about the Cowboys. Dude, he did. He was there. Was like, Larry was like, can you tell us some of the highlights from last year? <laughs> from your rookie year? Yeah, I showed up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. It's just like, well, I showed up. And yeah. absolutely kicked butt and yeah. helped and led us to the playoffs along with Alfred Morris. It's like um, you're looking at the highlight from last year. I know, year. right? It's like I'm the highlight, you are the low light. Get your own mic. Well, he's. I think the first thing he said was beating Dallas in the game that you and I went to and we hung out with Will and, and all the others out there in the parking lot. Oh, he knows because that place was rocking. Like place. I've never seen it before. It was fantastic. It was, it I've was never good. seen the place rocking like that. That place. Yeah. Yeah. Not the Jack. Like like uh RFK, yes, but the Jack, no. RFK for almost rocked like that the on Jack. a normal Sunday. But Yeah, yeah. And of course it is called Jack Can't Cook Stadium, despite them naming it after uh FedEx for some reason, but FedEx did not pay us, so we do not call it FedEx Field. We call it by its real name. So anyway, the draft for oh yeah, the second thing he said. And then on Thanksgiving when we spanked the Cowboys. Yeah, and then he said something about um, we made Cowboys Stadium our home or something like that. <laughs> I didn't hear that part. Oh, you didn't? <laughs> and we made, we made uh, the Cowboys our... He, he, was, he was quoted saying that in an article I was reading. Fantastic. We, we made, On Thanksgiving when we went down there and like we made spanked Cowboys the Cow- Stadium our... We spanked our- the Cowboys. And made Cowboys Stadium our home, and he said something about, and that we hope to do that again this year, or something, something oh, yeah. along those lines. Yes, sir. He we knows. Did. He knows. He doesn't have to be told. Oh, he doesn't need to be told. No way. I remember him going. Remember this after the uh, game that we went to, <laughs> Tony. Don't worry about what anyone says, man. You're a good quarterback. <laughs> 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 Slaps him on the shoulder with like the buddy slap. Trying not, okay, to, be patron- trying not to be patronizing. Patronizing. What's the word? He tried to slap him on the shoulder, but instead he hit the bill of his backward turn cap. <laughs> Tony, don't worry what anyone says, man. You're a good quarterback. <laughs> and Bob Warner. <laughs> and then what's his face? Jerry Jones was like, Did you hear that? Uh, RG3, he said Tony was good. Let's sign him to a big deal. He knows good. I know. And then, and you know, we got ourselves a start and center. So let's start. Let's draft another start and center who is projected in the next round as our first round draft pick. That'd be smart. Is that what happened? They drafted a center with their first round pick. They have a center. Who's their center? Isn't it Doug Free? Oh, if it is, I think that guy kind of sucks. No, he was he was dealing with a lot of injuries last year, so maybe that was his thinking. But I I I don't know. I mean, maybe he's got one of those really really long term like like decades long illnesses that come around like syphilis or something that's eating his brain like Henry the Eighth had. You know is, what I'm saying? So is this maybe, center like really awesome or something? No, he's not even. He's not even. I, it depends. I think on what you read. Like some people are like he's probably going to be pretty good, and some people are like that was a real reach at that point. Huh. So, you know, whatever. He's got a real long beard, so maybe he thought he was going to be like the offensive Brad Kiesel. <laughs> All I know is you know who he's going to have up in his face. He's going to have uh, Chris Neald, Chet <laughs> Baker. Uh, Chet Baker. Arakpo. Who's Kerrigan. our other news? Oh, Barry Arakpo. Cofield. Cofield. Bowen. 
bowling Bowen. Apparently, he's doing some bowling, uh, 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 raising money thing coming up here. Bacardi Rambo. Bacardi Rambo. <laughs> Man, that guy's name. I think it was ESPN. It was like, oh, what did they say? It was like, uh, oh, I can't even remember what it was anymore. It was, it was, it was a funny little headline. On it. it was like with the hundred ninety first pick. And it, it played into the whole Rambo, like, first blood. It was like, uh, no, it was 191st blood. Yeah, I totally ruined that. Never mind. Good story. Save it for a party, John. I'm going to call him Rum Stallone. Rum Stallone. Rum Stallone. If you think about that for a minute, you'll get where I got that from. You know, Bacardi Rum, Sylvester Stallone was Rambo. Rum Stallone. I, 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 yeah. Anyway, so anyway, yeah. our draft picks. Let's run down the list really quick. Um, All right. The you... second round, we picked David Amerson, the cornerback at NC State. Third round, we picked Jordan Reed, tight end out of Florida. Fourth round, Philip Thomas, strong safety, Fresno State. Fifth round, Chris Thompson, running back, Florida State. Fifth round, and this is the uh, the pick we got for the Hainsworth trade. Um, because all the other ones that we were supposed to get, like for uh, who was it, Hainsworth or uh, um, um, McNabb, McNubb, and who was that dude that we traded that sucked? Chris Barnes, Kevin Barnes, Kevin Barnes, I Kevin Barnes. Already. Like we were supposed to get uh, conditional picks for both of them, but both those guys sucked, so we didn't get them. So the only conditional pick was 162. We got Brandon Jenkins, defensive end, Florida State, sixth round, Bacardi Rambo otherwise known as Bakari, strong safety out of Georgia, and with the last pick in the seventh round, Juwan Jameson, the fireplug-sized running, running back out of Rutgers, who has Another a really JJ. neat story. He has a, he has a neat story behind him, too, so we'll get to that in a bit. Wait, I thought we got a linebacker. Did I miss him? Oh, Brandon Jenkins is, moved, is getting moved to linebacker. Oh, okay. Because it's 3-4, dude. Seriously. Because he was going to be a defensive end, or that's what he played, right? Yeah, like a Rackpo and Kerrigan. And know. that's when I texted you and was like, we got two JJs on the defensive end? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, what? Oh, okay. Jarvis Jenkins and Juwan, what's his name? Juwan Jameson, but he's the guy we got in the seventh round. I think you were confused. Juwan, I don't call me Jenna Jameson. <laughs> 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 oh my <laughs> Juwan don't get me confused with Jenna James hopefully nobody will but she's pretty old I think you know she she might be a I wouldn't confuse her for it or him for uh, never mind I don't know she's probably at like facelift age and stuff she might start looking a pretty she might be yeah, anyway so she's gonna but, look yeah, like a fatty p- football player uh Although, I don't know. If he's moving to linebacker, though, he's probably pretty chiseled. Yeah, he, he might be pretty chiseled. I have a feeling Jenna Jameson is no longer chiseled. Yeah. <laughs> she's if you could ever have described she's her been, chiseled, never you, could, you could have called her jiggled. <laughs> anyway, enough of that. <laughs> you're gonna get you're gonna get what's his face writing back in again. What's his name? Forrest. Forrest. Anyway. What how Forrest is doing? We haven't heard from Forrest in like five years. Forrest, if you're alive. I haven't seen him and since we saw him at that, that Wild Wings and whatever at the Hall of Fame, and he was eating like yeah. a steak while everyone else was eating wings. Yeah, he was eating a steak, and he drank like half a beer. We were just like, all right, dude. But, I mean, that was his thing. You know, he was doing his thing, but, you know, we haven't heard much from him since. He went on the pilgrimage to see Art Monk get inducted. If you are alive and you still listen to the podcast, you might just call Harry Hog Football. So anyway, those are our draft picks. All right. I just want to talk briefly about this, and I want to go in-depth with it more next week because I haven't had time to watch all the film on these guys. I started right. it this week, but I ran out of time because I had finals and whatnot. Right, right. Anyway, I'll tell you my initial reaction, though. All right. The second round, I was like, great, we got a cornerback. Yeah. Awesome. The dude oh. had, I think, 13 interceptions in 2011, which tied for the record in the NCAA. Uh, I don't know if I can confirm or deny that. I heard that from someone. So, Probably an it. NC State fan. Anyway, 
No, I heard that 13 tied it. And then last year he had five. That was 11. And um, apparently he's, he's, he said that the reason why he had five last year is because he got overly aggressive and started jumping routes and stuff. Basically he was D'Angelo Hall. Yeah, and the coaches were all like, we see what he can do. We can coach him. Basically. We'll so we'll see. John had some kind of take on him, but um, you know what? We got a cornerback. We got a cornerback, and that immediately starts competition at one of the worst positions that we have right now. So it's good. And I like this about it, too. Whatever you say about the pick, I haven't watched enough film to talk about this guy, you know, what I think about his skills. But the fact that we got a cornerback. We got him. We got EJ Biggers back. We got (laughs) D. Hall. We got uh, Chris. uh, What's his face? No, what's our dude? Josh Wilson. We got uh, who else? What other cornerbacks are still there? Well, we got safeties too. Brandon Merriweather's coming back. Yeah, but I'm just talking about corners right now. Uh, Crawford, pick from last. Richard year. Crawford that started to come around. Chase Minifield. Yep, yep. We've he got might be able to do something maybe. We've got like four four dudes there that are, it's kind of like rolling the dice. Like hopefully one of these guys will be will come through for us because they all have a chance to be good. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of like on the horse races Saturday. But they have some kind of downside, you know what I mean? Like, this guy was good two years ago, and then for some reason he dropped off production last year. Well, dude, dude to, to misquote Fred Smoot uh, the other day, this is not a sexy draft. And we talked about this at length uh, come, leading up to the draft. It's not a sexy draft. It was a great draft for us to give up our first-round pick to get someone of RG3's quality. Oh, yeah, it was outstanding for that. So as long as he comes back and he he doesn't keep like trying to show off that knee, he made me really nervous. Because think about this also, dudes. If we didn't make that move and we tried to get a quarterback this year, who would we have ended oh up with our first-round pick? Some guy that went in the third round like Barkley? Geno Smith? This, this, this draft made Blaine Gabbert look like freaking Joe Montana. That's what I'm saying. Last year, Terrible. there was like four or five dudes that went in the first round. Now, Matt Barkley, I'm still not sure. I'm not sure any of these guys are going to be great quarterbacks, but Matt Barkley might be a good quarterback in the NFL. He had, you know, he had his injuries and stuff last year, and things didn't go well there for him. But, I mean, none of these. Geno Smith, you know, he's got, I don't know. I, I think Geno Smith, I think Akili Smith. I don't know why. E.J. Manuel, he's a really... He seems like a class guy. He seems like a smart player. You know, but... Where did he go? The Raiders? God, I hope not. I can't Bills. even remember. I don't know. I think oh, it was the, the Bills. Bills. Yeah, well, maybe. Anyway, what I'm getting at is, yeah. if we didn't get RG3 last year, we would have sucked last year because we'd have had Rex Grossman as our quarterback. Oh, my God. And then this year, we would have gotten, like, the top five draft pick for sucking so bad, and who would we have picked? We would still be without a quarterback. We would have been like, we're not trading now. We're not trading now, and then like desperately trying to trade down. Yeah. We didn't do any trades during the draft this year. No, it was it was a pretty good draft. It was uneventful, and it was a good – we did the best of what we could do working with the the bogus salary cap thing. Right, still illegal. And the RG3 trade. I hate both the NFL and the Players Union. So anyway, all right, move to the next pick. We just talked about Amerson. Yeah. All right. Unless you have Um, something to add about it. Nope, nope. You're saving Um, it for next week so you can watch the film. Yeah, I watched a little bit of film. You know, he's he's, he's D'Angelo Hall. He's feast or famine. He he is of the Deion Sanders school, not the Daryl Green school. So I'm always questionable of cornerbacks of that nature. Yeah, Yeah, me too. All right, go ahead. Third round, Jordan Reed. 85th pick overall, tight end out of Florida. You do not like this pick. I didn't like this pick at all. Why are, why are we getting a tight end when we still need safeties? I'm going to tell you exactly why we're getting a tight end right now mm-hmm. in the third round. Number one, best player available. Says who? Number two, well, according to their draft board, I think he was the best player on there. They were surprised to see he was still there. Number okay. two, our tight ends, as of now, we've got Fred Davis, for a year. And he's coming off an Achilles injury. And he's coming off a big injury. For he, we have him for one year. If he has a great year, it's possible we may have trouble re-signing him. And we may not. We may break the bank to keep him. 
and he may do what he did this year and take a little bit less money to stay here and work with RG3, which would be great, and the team that gave him a chance after he overslept on the first day of training camp. Regardless, we'll have more money to spend next year because our salary cap bogusness will be over. Right. All right, go All ahead. All right, second, second uh, tight end we have, Pony Boy. He was all right. He's all right. I mean, he you know, he's solid. He's a special teamer. He can come in second tight end. He blocks. He can catch here and there. All right, third tight end we have is your favorite player, your dog, Niles Paul. I forgot he was even on the team. I love him so much. Yeah, I could tell. He sucks. You have his jersey. <laughs> I do not have his jersey. I took my old Gary Clark jersey and put Paul on the back. Dude, you know you know who should get his jersey <laughs> next Josh. year when it goes on sale for him being cut? Your mom. No, Paul Tedder's deal. Because it'll oh, just say, yeah. it'll just say Paul. Paul Redding. <laughs> All right, Our man Paul in Redding, England. All right, so sure. what you're saying, he's the best player, and although tight end looks on Dude. the surface like we're good, we may not be. I don't. I, I think this is a position where we needed to add some depth. And when there's a player of, of what the Redskins thought was this quality, then yeah, go ahead and grab him. Um, no, I did see this. Your hated player, also Chris Cooley. But is, is he still on the squad? I don't think he's officially signed for this year, actually. And it will not surprise me whatsoever if he is done. He's like one of those dudes that just hangs out at the facility, even though he's no longer on the team. He's like hanging out and he's doing pottery. Anyway, you know. they're going to give him some bogus position, like uh, director of player recreation or something. <laughs> well, he, I, uh, yeah, yeah. Director of player cultural awareness. Well, so. Chris Cooley is always going to be, he's like LeVar Arrington. You know, he's going to be one of those guys that had, you know, a few really, really solid years, um, flashes of brilliance, and is in, is someone that the fans loved. And he's always going to be beloved in the, in the, uh, in the uh, in in the Redskins history, and we're all always going to be like, "Hey, yeah, Chris Cooley. I love Chris Cooley when he was good." So anyway, okay. Right. I did watch so, some film. I watched some tape. All right. On this dude, and this is what I saw. <laughs> He's a big target, dude. He looks like a big old wide receiver. Had pretty He's good hands. Three. Had He's good hands. Three. It looked like to me. Of course, I didn't see him play. I just watched, you know, like the highlight videos that people put up. Right, and he looked like he protected the ball pretty well in traffic when he pulls it down and makes some tough catches. Yeah, uh, he he's made some tough catches, but he's not really necessarily known as a major pass catcher. But he's got, I don't know, it's it's conflicting reports on whether people think he has good enough hands or not. He's definitely not like a big Gronk uh, type sized. He's big. He's like six three, isn't he? He's six three, but he's not like one of these six seven man. Oh guys. no no no! But he looked like pretty him, big and strong. Man. He looked kind of like a cross between a receiver and a tight end to me. So he's kind of one of the. Well, he's he, you know what that means. I think that that's the death knell for Niles. Niles Paul. He looks more like a tight end than Paul. he looked more like a tight end than Niles Paul. I thought. Yeah yeah. But this yeah. is this is the knock on this dude. Of course, it wasn't on the highlight videos. Apparently, he can't block at all. See, that's not good. That's not good. But Logan Paulson's all right. Logan Paulson's a pretty good blocker. And we know Niles Paul can light a dude up, but he's not. That's about all. Like he, Anyway. So all right, moving it on. will allow for two tight end set, which I talked about when we got RG3 that we didn't weren't really able to do last year because of injuries. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Chris Cooley, you know, God bless the guy. He just he just couldn't quite get in there and get a, you know, get up to speed with everybody. He tried, and I think like near the end of the season, he was like, "I'm trying, but you know, I'm 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 resigned to my fate, and I'm cool with it." I liked his attitude for that. Yes, yeah, so, but this dude, you remember how pumped I was about being able to run the two tight end sets and all that stuff, and how Could big the tight end was going to be with Fred Davis and whatnot when we got RG three. So now we're gonna have two tight ends, a la like the Patriots that had Hernandez and and Gronk and Gronk or Hernandez and and the people who were coming in behind him. It's like they had a whole stack of like they they had one or two. I think they drafted two rookie tight ends last year, and they were co- contributing as well. So yeah, it just gives us another weapon, dude. Yeah, and hey, that that's fantastic because hopefully that keeps RG three off his back 
and his knees in uh, immaculate condition or repaired immaculate condition. All right, round four. Uh, Philip McCrevis, I mean Thomas, strong safety from the NFL powerhouse known as Fresno State, the Bulldogs. I was excited about this guy. First of all, I think I'm pretty sure, correct me if I'm wrong, he's the one that said that he grew up a Redskins fan. That I cannot confirm or deny. Second of all, this dude had, you got his stats pulled up? I'm bringing them up right now since Josh is not here. This dude. Um, People are calling him the steal of the draft. I do remember that. All right, here we go. Here's some stats on me. 6-1. That's a pretty good high for a strong safety, actually. 2-15. Um, he's already 24 years old. That's actually pretty good size safety. All right. Yeah, absolutely. What was his I stats? So his college stats last year for interceptions. I am looking for that. Of course, the he's a my mistake. I made a mistake. I went to the Washington Redskins website to find that information, and of course, they have it set up so it only gives you his pro stats. Yeah, dumb. But he's All not right. a pro. So yeah. that Redskins are kind of. I watched a little bit of tape on this dude. Like I said, I'm going to watch tape more in depth before next week. But I watched a little bit, and I saw that. Um, he was he was pretty good against the pass. He hit people, knocked the ball loose, made some nice picks and runbacks. And uh, but then I was watching him against the Boise State in the um, and any time he was on the run, he reminded me of a little bit of he would over pursue a lot of the times on the run, over pursue, and the runner would just make one little move, and he'd go sailor diving in like Laron Landry and miss. Um. And I don't know if it was just that one game was a bad game because, like I said, I haven't had enough time to go back and watch other film. But it looked to me like he needs some work on keeping his the proper angles or whatever the professional like ball dinger guys say. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Brian, ba 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 ball dinger. Yeah, but he could tackle. Sounds like dude could tackle. Yeah, that's good. That's good. And he can catch, unlike a lot of our other dudes. Did you find and the stats? I'm still, I am still efforting that. I'm almost there. Um, you know what? I'm who I'm really glad we didn't draft. Who? You know who? Oh, the honey badger. Honey badger. No, but there was some other dude in the third round that they kept saying we were going to get if he was still there. A safety. Was he a safety or corner? I can't remember. Safety. I'm trying to remember his name, but he was there and we didn't take him. Yeah. Well, this Philip Thomas guy is his senior year at at the age of 23. Um, eight interceptions, three touchdowns. Now, yeah, this is with Fresno State, but he was a finalist for the Jim Thorpe Award, which is of course the uh, nation's top defensive back in college. So, I mean, I think this guy has gotten. He has, definitely has a chance to start because look who we have. He has upside. He has definite <laughs> upside. I, I, we don't have anyone. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm really, I mean, I, his quote was like, I feel like I'm going to be the steal of the draft or something like that because he thought he was going to go earlier. Um, he was a first-team All-American and everything. I don't know why he fell so far, but I think, I think he – I'm more pumped about him than our second round pick, really, even though I know it's, you know, two different positions in the secondary, but we really, 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 really needed help at safety. Yeah. Even more than cornerback. Because good God, they were like dragging guys out of seven eleven, all like, you know, the replacement style from the from the eighty uh, what, eighty two team. Yeah, uh, so so this year uh, going into safety, counting this dude and yeah. the Bacardi Rambo guy that we got later that yeah. we'll talk about in a minute. So we got those two guys. We got Reed Dowdy still hanging around like a roid. We got He's solid though. I know, but I'm just saying he's always like the guy that he's might, he might get cut and he never does. Yeah, yeah. All right, we got uh This is not gonna be that year either. Next year. What's his face? Merriweather that came in for one game. Good and God. was really good and then got injured again. Boy, man, and that one game, it was just like holy crap. Awesome, awesome. And then he tears his, like, what, ACL or something like that. Yeah, and we're like... Or Achilles. <sighs> I don't even remember what it was, but apparently he's on track. Now, what about Everybody the other dude? 
Tavares Jackson is he is he like indefinitely suspended, but he might be back. Apparent, I didn't. I thought that he was reinstated. No, he can't be reinstated yet. I think they're hoping he's going to be reinstated and that he'll be right back on the roster that way. Oh, so anyway, what I was getting at with this draft, like in the corner, like everyone knew, Shanahan, dude, we need some corners and we need some safeties, and they've got at least five in each position coming in to. to uh, yeah, yeah, and, and basically out. the only uh, uh, fantastic news outlet out there that I saw and heard that was uh, actually busting on the decision is like, did the Redskins, uh, you know, load up too high on the secondary or too heavy on the secondary? Was guess who? Cowboy. Bleacher Report. Oh my! But that's not the BR of the week. Five reasons why the Redskins loaded up on the secondary. Five reasons why the Redskins picked blah, 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 blah. Here's one reason why we finished 28th in the league in defense. Yeah, I I think you might actually be giving them an extra spot there. It might have been 29th or 30th, 31st. No, I think the last game pushed us up to the 28th. That's true. They did start giving up those yards late, though, in typical Jim Hazlitt fashion. And how did this work out? I noticed this when I was watching the graph, but I didn't even think about it because we were so pumped up at the time. Yep. But when we beat the Cowboys, we pushed them into third place in the division. I think the Giants finished second. Did you know this? I think so. Yeah, yeah, I think so, because didn't the Giants? No, the Cowboys beat the Giants the week before that. The Giants finished second because it said when the Cowboys were on the clock, it said, you know, on the bottom of the screen, it said last year finished third NFC East, eight Giants and eight. Giants finished second. The Giants finished second. But not only so, we finished. <laughs> we were two games ahead of Dallas last year. Then, man, well, that's how big it's of the swing, and that's how important that game was. Good God. Anyway, Huge. all right, back to today. What were we talking about? Oh, we were talking about the draft, weren't we? Oh, oh yeah. We need to move on. Uh, do we want to take a break and then uh, uh, jump back on the uh, the tail end of this draft? No, no. I just want to keep going while I'm thinking about it. All right. You are listening to Harry Hog Football. Oh, by the way, if you would like to follow us on Twitter, um, you can follow us on Harry Hog or at Harry at Hog. Harry Hog. A-R-R-Y Hog. And uh, if you want to email anyone from the show, you can email them at Aaron, Josh, or John, one of the three, at HarryHogFootball.com. Or, or John at Fantasy Ball. <laughs> we need some music for when you say that. Some like... Bum, 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 bum. We need, hey, we need to set, set the fifth up with an email address. It's the fifth. Just says the fifth. And no, it needs to be a dual one, though, because what if someone says fifth and they spell it out or they say fifth with a 5th 5th at Harry Hog Football Josh get on oh Josh is in the mountains anyway he's in the mountains being all like Grizzly Adams style we should have brought the fifth on you know we should have we should have he's still mad at me because I said he was a Cowboys fan well the last time we called him to come on the show he was all like yo I'm driving around with my boy somewhere in like southeast (laughs) He was pumped, man. That was awesome. Okay, so what? All right, so go to the next pick. We just finished right. Philip Thomas, who I'm pretty excited about, actually. All right, you're pretty. Aaron is very excited about Philip McCrevis. Moving on, fifth round. Where were the only round where we had two picks? We had 154 and 162. The first was uh, Chris Thompson, running back, Florida State. I didn't quite understand this, but th- again, this is another one of those dudes. Like most of the guys we got in the draft that had some upside and some downside, we're kind of rolling the dice with because I think this guy was really good before he got injured last year. Well, the problem, well, it's again, yeah, exactly what you said. We drafted two running backs late in the draft, and both of them are like 5'7. This guy is 192 pounds. The guy we got at the last pick is just a fire plug. He is thick. This dude can catch. I saw footage. See, that might be a thing. And and you know what? We got we got Helu coming off that injury, and apparently that's going well. And we've got uh, Royster, the Kenny Rogers Royster, out there as well. But you know what? Someone needs to push those guys because obviously Alfred Morris is the number one. Well, here's the thing. When I was looking at this dude run, 
he's really fast and shifty and he can catch. Right. Like really well. Like I saw him make some nice like receiver catches, like one handed bouncing between one hand back to two and stuff like that. Nice. Anyway, okay. this dude looks like a guy that could be a good change of pace, so to speak. Like, little guy. We got we drafted two little guys and he's not and a bruiser. What's this what's this guy's size? He's five seven, one ninety two. Yeah, yeah. So this dude is a di- he's almost like a little receiver back there. Almost. And you know, you know what I say every time we get to the third day of the draft. You got rounds five through seven in the third day of the draft nowadays. You get to the third day of the draft, best player available. So anyway, I was all right with this pick because, like you were saying, those other dudes need to step up if they want to be the second running back. Yeah, who is our like? Do we have a really solid backup? Not really. Not last year, and we could have yeah. used one because Alfred Morris. I was afraid he was going to get injured. He was carrying the ball so much yeah i was too and i mean he just he just crashed through it he was just going and going and going but you know the shelf life on running backs is low so i you know i hope hopefully he'll have another great year but i mean you know he's one injury away from from evan royster being our running back and and he was not impressing very much and on the other side of this chris thompson and what's the dude's name the other one juan jameson juan jameson are one good preseason away from being starters, and Alfred Morris knows it better than anyone. Yeah, yeah, both these guys are pretty, pretty thick dudes. They're like five. They're little fire plug guys. So a little change of pace guys from a big bruiser, uh, 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 um, John Riggins body size looking Alfred Morris. All right, who's next, dude? All right, moving on. We move on to the pick that we got from the Patriots, your favorite team, Brandon Jenkins. I don't know anything about this dude, and I didn't look at any footage, so maybe you can comment on him. All right, well, Brandon Jenkins was a defensive end, or was a defensive end, will be a linebacker, an outside linebacker, like Karakpo. Um, He's out of Florida State. He played, he got injured in the first game last season for Florida State, and it was out for the year. Oh, yeah, Um, so he was kind of like Chris Thompson. They both were injured last year. Yeah, the Redskins, they were taking a lot of chances. Um, on guys who spent their senior or junior years injured and decided to uh, go ahead and come out of college and and see what, what they can, you know, see if they get drafted and make it in the pros. Go ahead and give it a shot. And their draft stock fell. Basically, everybody they drafted from this point back, um, their draft stock spe- fell for one reason or another, except for uh, Juwan Jameson at the end. And this Brandon Jacobs guy was actually rather good. Brandon Jacobs? Brandon Jenkins. 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 What did he do his his junior year? Well, I have to bring that up right now. I've been talking right now. You know, we we were used to having Josh do this. So, so, uh, uh, who's the guy in the draft that I saw the story about his mom had breast cancer? That would be Jawan Jameson. All right. We'll get to him in a minute. Yeah. We'll talk about that guy here coming up. Um, I'm efforting. Aaron's trying to fill some space. No, I'm not. I'm just sitting here. <laughs> I'm staring at my fingernails. Brandon Jenkins. Brandon Jenkins. Not to be confused with Jarvis Jenkins or Jenna Jameson over on the other side. Over on the other side. With so we got, right. So we're going to have Brandon Jenkins, Jarvis Jenkins, and Jamara. Who's the last dude? Jawan Jameson. But he's a running back. Yeah. All right, if he was going to be on the defensive line, I'd be really confused. Jarvis Jenkins, Jawan <laughs> Jameson, and Brandon Jenkins. Mm-hmm. It would have been like Jenkins, Jenkins, and Jameson. Sounds like a law firm. In Ireland. All right, so 13, or uh, uh, 2011 for our man Jenkins at Florida State. Um... Okay, never mind. The Washington Post says he had no interceptions, no tap yards, and no TDs. So why is he so good? Through his career defensive tackle. It has nothing about his tackles. What's up, Washington Post? What's up, WAPO? What kind of, what is that about? He's never tackled anyone, and we drafted him. Yeah. Because we think he looks like he could tackle someone. I guess so. I was hoping that they would actually uh, bring this up. Well, that sounds like a great pick. All right, let's move to the next one. We'll, yeah. we'll research him and have something for him. All I know week. is that he was known in 2011, he was known as a uh, beast on the field with Florida State. He was really good 
and people were expecting a very big uh, senior year out of him, and he got injured in that first year. So, you know, we'll see. All right, cool. We'll see. I mean, he was like, you know, he was he was kind of a big deal there. We'll see. We'll see. Who knows? I mean, all these guys could suck. Who, what do we know? But there's also a chance. Who was I talking about this with? All right. Like I was saying how we're stockpiling people at these positions. It's kind of yeah. like, well, if you're in the NFL draft and you have five picks and just say on average there's a 20% chance that whoever you draft at whatever position, you know, whatever, wherever it is in the draft, there's a 20% chance that that person will actually do well in the NFL. Yeah. So then you just try to get more picks. Is they if you have ten picks, then there's more of a chance that you're going to get someone that's that does well. Oh yeah. So anyway, all right, go ahead, go ahead. All right, we got a sixth round pick, Aaron's favorite new dog, Bakari Rambo, safety out of Georgia, six dude, foot two eleven. I watched a little tape on this dude. He looked like a beast. He hits. The reason he fell down to the sixth round, this guy was being projected a lot higher, like third round or so. This guy was a super beast, what I saw. How did he yeah. drop so far? Because dude apparently likes the tree. Oh, so does Trent Williams. So he'll have some friends. So does Fred Davis. The three of them can go to uh <laughs> go to uh MA. TA together. Damn. Tree Anonymous together. I was saying marijuana. The marijuana. MA. M.A. Marijuana Anonymous. (laughs) Yeah, well, apparently, like, he he had two suspensions when he was in college at Georgia, and both of them were for marijuana. And for Georgia, that's really not that bad. So, you know. So let's hope that they can get his tree thing, you know, straightened out. Because this guy, I don't know. I watched some more footage on him this week. But from what I saw when he was at Georgia. He looks like a talented individual. Yes. Absolutely. I mean, you know, it's it, SEC school. A lot of these guys always look really good and everything. And like I said, I mean, it's Georgia. A lot of guys were getting arrested off that team for a lot worse. So if he was just, you know, as his high school coach said, accidentally eating pot brownies once, you know, whatever. All, all he needs to realize is now he's in the NFL and this is his job. So he cannot smoke pot anymore. He's got to yeah. quit the weed. And and get his act together because this is this is his job and he will lose it and lose a lot of money if he doesn't. I think one of these two safeties is going to pan out for us. I'm kind of I don't know maybe it's because because he's got the name you know first I, first blood guy and everything Sylvester Stallone all that stuff and you know shooting explosive arrow tips. If he pans but, out, there's going to be a lot of his jersey sold. It'll be yo yeah Rambo. Get ready, get ready. Uh, Roger uh, Goodall, you're gonna have a Roger Goodall. <laughs> <laughs> Roger Goodall, you're gonna have. Some... How you feeling, Roger Goodall? You're gonna have a money cow on your hands. You know, as much as we hate Roger Goodall, and you think <laughs> if you ever meet the guy, I'd be like, I'm not shaking your hand, Roger Goodall. I freaking hate you, Roger Goodall. I think it would be funnier to be like, "What's up, Roger Goodall?" and like big, big old like s-eating grin and shaking his hand like all like all pumping it a few times like, "Yeah, man, it's so good to meet you, Goodall. How See, you doing, man?" That's why I was hoping I was going to win that contest to announce the fourth <laughs> round draft pick. I was hoping I'd get a chance to meet him. That would have been fantastic. But dude, he doesn't hang out that late. Fourth round is nothing to him. Dude, I noticed. That, speaking of, Barry Sanders gave out the Lions pick. That was pretty cool. That's pretty well, you know. I mean, he retired because he didn't want to leave the Lions, basically, and he wanted to walk. But he's starting to like, you know, all the Lions fans were mad at him and forever, and now he's starting. I don't to think actually like the, come I, back into the fold. Yeah, I yeah, I don't think it was the fans were mad at him. As well, I think as well, the idiot fans were mad at him. I think. I mean, the intelligent Lions fans, all seven of them. We're looking at it going, well, of course he retired. There were crap teams. I mean, who was who was there to like help him out? The guy had massive, massive yards and numbers, Hall of Famer, first-round pick, and he had a crap team surrounding him his entire career. I know. I mean, who was surrounding him? Herman Moore. He was okay. All right, enough about the Charlie lines. Batch? All right, back to the draft. Matt Millen. 
Good back, God. Back to the draft, dude. Oh, sorry. Yeah. So uh, last pick, I think I think Bacardi Rambo. I have a good feeling about Brandon Jenkins and Bacardi Rambo. I have I, a good feeling about I have a these. pretty good feeling about Philip Thomas, too. Okay. Last pick, seventh round, 228th pick. Jawan Jameson. Running back out of Rutgers. 5'7", 203 pounds. And you know it's like 1% body fat on this kid. This guy is nothing but a like fire plug made of bruise and muscle. But he's so short, he could have that Barry Sanders edge where he can like, you know, get by people and they don't even know he's there. How much does he weigh? You know what I mean? Two hundred three pounds. Is he like a Maurice Jones Drew type dude? He's kind of that size. Well, the first guy. How does he run? Have you seen him? I I have not watched any game tape on this guy. I'm waiting for my uh my uh. Uh, DVD from Redskins Park in Ashburn, and this guy—I mean, it's called you know, YouTube, Chris dude, Thompson. Oh yeah, oh yeah. This Chris Thompson guy is also five seven. He's one ninety two. He's not that much smaller, but I mean, you pack in another fifteen pounds of muscle. Yeah, on but the you guy. know, Shanahan's got some plan. Like, we need some short dude for this reason. Yeah, he he wants someone, and he wants he wants guys to push the guys who are backing up Sir Alfred Bram Bam Morris. I think so, either Helu or Royster is going to be cut, and one of these guys is going to come in and take one of their places. It's going to be Royster. Yeah, Royster's probably going to be cut. Neither either, you know uh, this guy. What the heck is his name? Jawan. Jawan Jameson. Seriously, I thought got, he was playing defensive like... end. <laughs> I'm all confused now. All right, Jawan Jameson. Brandon Jenkins is the guy that was defensive end for Florida State, but he was going to be an outside linebacker. No, that's Jarvis. Oh no, that's Brandon Jenkins. Jarvis Jenkins is going to be the big is is the big fat fatty out of Clemson. Where the stands for knowledge. All right, all right. Let me collect my thoughts here. Okay, uh, Jenna Jameson. He yep. is. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> What's his name? Jarvis. <laughs> Jarvis Jameson. Jawan. Jawan. Just say Jameson. I can't. Just, just think. Just, just think of the whiskey. <laughs> okay, we may have lost Aaron. There he is, Jameson. Um, yeah. Or or Thompson are going to come in, and one of them is going to supplant Evan Royster for their roster spot. I think so, absolutely. And they might even supplant Helu as the second running back. I don't Perhaps. know. Uh, Helu, the report is he's, he's, his, his rehab has started, has really uh, taken off, and he looks like he's going to be ready for the season. All right, so, cool. We'll see. Cool, because I like him. We'll see. But this Juwan Jameson, he has a good story. He came out of Rutgers uh, early to enter the NFL for the cash. You know why he needs the cash? And you said it earlier in the podcast, actually. It's because his mother has breast cancer. He was like, my my education has to be put on hold because I have a chance to make, you know, money. some some good money to help support my mom through her battle through cancer. So I mean that right there, I think that makes all of us, unless you're a complete jerk, uh, or a Cowboys, or a Cowboys fan. fan. But I repeat myself, <laughs> right? Uh, root for the guy. So hope you know we're all rooting for this guy. And also, I think his dad died when he was a young one, didn't he? So yeah, he's like taking care of the family. Yeah, it's it's there there there's always good stories in there that comes with that with these guys and and you want to you want to cheer them on and and No, that's not a good story. That sucks. No, it, but it's it's a story where you where you uh yeah, it's not a good story. It's a good story for the press is what I mean. And it's a story where you're just like I want him to I want him to do so well because of what he's had to overcome. Yeah, you so I want, I mean? I'm pulling for Jameson then. Kind of like I was pulling for Big Mike Williams a few years ago. Yeah, and if nothing else, at least Mike Williams dropped that like 100, 120 pounds. Yeah. That's got to be good. Hopefully you never gained it back. You know what, Washington Post guys, since you have like no clue how to do stats on these guys from their college years, maybe you guys, because we know you're listening, Mike Wise, if you still have a job, we know you're listening, so why don't you guys uh, uh, check into that? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, 
All right, what else do we have? I think we need to save some of this stuff for next week. But uh, Yeah, we signed a bunch of undrafted dudes. We're not even going to go into what they're doing. Um, I'm sure Josh will go off on all this stuff because he loves to do that. We got two offensive linemen, a guy from Utah named Tavita Stevens. I'm, I think that's a guy. And Florida tackle Xavier Nixon. Inside linebacker from UAB, the Dragons, Marvin Burdett. Two wide receivers, New Havens, Connecticut. Jason Thompson and UConn's Nick Williams, New Haven, Connecticut. They have a New Haven. Anyway, McNeese State cornerback Seth Thomas. And uh, there'll be some more that'll come up next week. They're, the signing of undrafted guys has really dragged on this year. Yeah. It's, it's really dragged out. It's usually like 24 hours later, they're all done. But this year, this year not so much. So we'll talk more about them. Um, the field at FedEx Field is getting redone in June, and they're going to resod in November. Um, I heard a great quote online or on, a, uh, on the radio from Scott Van Pelt from ESPN. He said, misquote here, if you would stop renting it out like a bingo parlor for a bunch of college games every year, maybe this wouldn't be an issue. But, of course, he forgot Kenny Chesney as well. <laughs> you never, have we ever had an episode in the last year where you didn't say Kenny Chesney? Um, No. All right, go ahead with the BR of the week. BR of the week. Washington Redskins and Tim Tebow, question mark. He'd make more sense than Pat White. Oh, my goodness. Seriously. All right, let's wrap this thing up. Here comes the music. Hook it up. Here comes the music. All right, give a shout-out to Desmond C. Lee, too. Desmond C. Lee, Esquire, our benevolent sponsor. And uh, that's pretty much it. We'll continue our draft coverage uh, part two next week when we have Josh on here. We'll He'll- have some more information. We don't want to drop, like, we don't want to come in here and be like, uh, it sounded like all, like, no hyper crap. And by the way, my vote, Mike Mayock, best coverage. I know right. some people don't like him, but uh, I think he's the best out there. He's much better than uh, McShay and, and uh, the hair. Yeah. So anyway, hail to the Redskins. Um, hail to the Redskins. Talk to you guys next week, and if you see a Cowboys fan, you know what to do. Be like, why'd you draft another center? Joke Bye-bye.